We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Wednesday, February 8th edition of the Bart Winkler Show, coming to you on Apple and Google and Spotify if they feel like it. Oh, man. Spotify delayed me on Tuesday for like hours at a time. And I felt helpless. I don't know. I don't even know how I got on Spotify. The Blue Wire people did it for me. So I didn't know. I didn't know what to do. But here we are. Hopefully you found whatever. Uh, it's not like uh, my livelihood depends on it or anything. Spotify. Grant Bills is here for a little bit. Uh, action. I mean, we got a loaded show. We, I mean, we, we just got we just got a loaded uh, loaded show today. Wall to wall. Well, I mean, it's wall to wall coverage. It's uh, we got we do have Solomon Wilcots from Radio Row. You thought I was joking about that? I thought it was a hilarious bit that you just for two weeks were going to hype up Solomon Wilcox and then just never have him on. It's great. I like him. But I just thought it was hilarious that I thought it was a bit. It's good either way. No, no. Talk to him coming up from Radio Row, man. Good. Not okay. Bit. That's a good get. Good. I'm glad. But we are for real promoting, along with the products that I promote, we're promoting one of his products. Um, it's called Macy. Okay. It is a M-A-C-I. Okay. Uh, it, it, it's like a thing where you replace your own knee cartilage with your own cells. Oh, you were talking about that a couple days ago. Also, I thought you were joking. You. <laughs> That's all real. Okay. Okay. There's. I mean... I'll be like. I'll be like. So Solomon, yeah, I agree with you. This is going to be a, a wild Super Bowl, but. Let's say one of these guys gets banged up in the knee. Is there any good products they should use? Or A lot of people in the Winklerverse might be looking for not a knee replacement traditionally. Maybe they're looking to go a different route, and maybe this is what they need. So, Solomon, uh, your passion is football, second to only this Macy product. I love <laughs> your Super Bowl video, by the way. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna, I remember that the other day. I don't think I'm going to make a new one. I think I'm just going to share that one every year. The Radio Row. Do you ever have Radio Row FOMO? Of course, of course, everyone would want to be well, there. Everyone's there, like. It, but then I would go to. I I never went to Radio Row, and it doesn't seem like I ever will now. But it just seems it it seemed like I'd be like, you know, I'm I'm looking at people, but I then it just it would make me feel even. Not being at Radio Row makes me feel inconsequential. Okay. In the radio world, but being there. And nobody knowing me 
would make me feel worse. I think it's mostly for the hosts. I was reading Barrett put something up. This my, exquisite piece. Yeah, exquisite piece. About, do you pay thirty nine ninety nine a month to be a gold member? Is do they actually have a subscription service? Yeah, it's fifteen bucks a month. I was trying to convince Ben Kenny to pony up and go to his summit with me so we could go see Cowherd in person. He didn't want to do it, which I get. We looked at prices and I looked at prices. It was never really in the works, but it it looked fun. No, I think it's more for the host, but we're Midwestern. So I would go to Radio Row and think I'm going to make connections. I'm going to go introduce myself to people. I'm going to I'm going to push the issue. And then I'd I'd shy away from everyone because I don't want to bother anyone. So I don't know if me being at Radio Row, just because of the way that I'm wired, I, I don't know if I'd get much out of it. But of course, I, I wish I was there. But I'm not there, so it sucks, and it's the worst. Yeah. Well, I guess I don't care. I'm going to have the next best thing, which is Solomon Wilcots live from Radio Row, coming up on this podcast. Uh, from a content standpoint, should I re-air? It's not even re-airing, but... I did an interview with a Jets guy on CBS about Rodgers. Also with you. Thank you for that. It was fun. I didn't yeah. realize how many people you moved the meter on CBS Sports Radio. Because like when you said, oh, Grant Bill's coming up in a bit. I got like a bunch of DMs from people I know and listen to my show. But they were people who on a Saturday afternoon had tuned in to listen to you, which I thought was cool. Wow. Uh, good stuff. When I was on TV, Twitter was as nice to me as they've been since I got fired. It was a nice moment. It was a good Saturday for you. You had fun with Dario. I thought you guys were enemies. I missed the part where you guys became friends again, but then you gave us the backstory. So now yeah. I feel like I'm caught up. Infrastructure week. It's been a good week so far. So should I interview? Should I? Because I'm going to talk to you. Yeah. And then coming up, I'm talking to Solomon Wilcots. For real. And I then still I was, always have to believe you. And then I was going to tack on. Well, I guess you have to listen to find out. Mm-hmm. And then I was going to tack on uh, this interview I did with the Jets guy. And I don't like mind airing. Hey, I did this on CBS, so here it's on my podcast. I don't mind that. Yeah. I just almost feel like the Jets aren't relevant right now because it does seem. Let me pull up the DraftKings odds for Rogers' next team. Minus four fifty. If you're looking for Huber's piece, I I got it open. But this is so. This isn't like sometimes they do this like. Yeah, and I pulled up the DraftKings odds. So sometimes they. So I'm better than you. But sometimes they do this like, <laughs> if he doesn't play, his next snap will be there. Right. Yeah. This straight bet is for which NFL team will Rodgers take his next snap? Raiders are minus 450, which is like 80% chance. Implied probability, yep. I think I will air the Jets thing because they're plus 350. And then the Packers are plus 600. Then Buccaneers, Commanders, Titans, they're all like roughly the same odds. But the Packers are like the Packers are. If you think Rodgers is going to be a Packer, you put ten dollars down, you're going to get sixty. Like yeah. these are, this is kind of wild. And so we always say, well, does Vegas know something we don't? And I think a lot of this is reactionary to Devonte Adams and Aaron Rodgers flirting with Raiders fans so much, which I like. Don't want to be super serious about, but it does piss me off. Well, I want to talk about that in a sec. We can talk about the odds, like the implied probability of 81%. I would love to talk to someone who knows betting really well about this. Because in the state of Wisconsin, we're not we're not very sports betting uh, literate. Because in this state, it's still like 1849 or whatever. We're way behind on all these things. So that's why Bill Huber like writes something for Sports Illustrated explaining odds. And we all have to read it because we don't know. Because sports betting is illegal. I'd like to talk about a, this with a betting person and have them explain like, 
do books just run this because they know that people are going to bet money for fun on this and there's no football on this weekend. So they're looking to lay money. Like how serious are these odds? Like what are the limits? Like, and is it just based on the week? Like, oh, Devontae Adams said something, so let's shift the odds and get some action, and it's easy money for the books. Like, well, I don't, I wouldn't understand this because you're putting the Packers at plus 600, mm-hmm. which means if all the Packer Nation thinks, oh, he's going to be a Packer, no question, yeah. they're going to lose a lot of money. Because if the, if we all think, well, the, he's probably still going to be a Packer, plus 600 odds is not – like, they're going to lose a lot of money on that. So they either must be getting a ton of money coming in on the Raiders Mm -hmm. and they're trying to like not pay as much or not getting enough on the pack. Like I'm the fact that the Raiders are in the lead is kind of mind boggling. I just think plus 600 is so much. Well, it's the Jets are ahead of that. So I will air the Jets guy because I do want you guys to hear that the Jets guy thinks that Rogers will go for a day two pick this year and then a, uh, third round pick next year maybe second if they do better bro the jets and i i would have criticized him more if i was listening to him while he was on i kind of had him on just to take a mental break on a five-hour shift but i listened back before i put it on this podcast i did listen back to it but now you're gonna have a bidding war so because brady retired yeah i i just carson once went for more than that like we always say, well, this guy can't get traded. This is not going to be a market for this guy. His contract sucks. Or like with the Broncos, no one's going to want that job. Sean Payton's coaching the Broncos now. So we we love to tell ourselves that there's not going to be a market and no one's going to want to trade for the Kyrie Irving just got moved to a team that's like very much serious. So I, I don't know. We love to downplay everything. And then, you know, shit happens, obviously. Like I, they're not trading him for less than a first. I think a lot of Packers fans think, well, you get two ones and you get Max Crosby and Darren Walt. You're not getting that, right? But you're not getting a, a second and a fourth. There's a reasonable middle ground here. I know that's kind of the boring answer, but I'm texting Horvat right now. If he responds, I'll let you know. I said plus 600 for Rogers next snap to be with the Packers. He gone. I mean, minus 450 for the Raiders. So one of the reasons I think for the movement is what uh, Horvat tweeted. <laughs> he just texted me back. Yep. You guys drove him away. Sad face emoji. I knew that was coming. Okay, so Devontae is like, I don't, one of the things about Devontae is I always said, he's like the mo- he's like the most secretive diva in the league. Yeah, Nobody realizes that he is, but he is. Mm-hmm. He just has, think, dude, I tore my groin, had to get a shot of Tortorol to go to work. What? That's what Horvath did. Horvath did? <laughs> yeah. What did he tear his groin doing? I don't know. But now he's sending me a picture of him getting a shot in his ass. Oh. All right. Oh. I would. I, I'll, I'll. Now it's going to be sloppy because I'm going to have him on the show later this week to talk Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But I already taped that last week. Oh, because he's at Radio do, Row. Don't lines move and stuff? Yeah, but we figured nothing would happen, and now all of a sudden Rogers is plus six hundred to be with the Packers. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So Devontae obviously like wanted to be traded. And then he was, and the Packers were like, fine. That I still weird, but he goes and plays with his best friend, Derek Carr. And all we hear about is how great Derek Carr is. And you know, one hall of famer do another and all this stuff. And then Twitter bullied him into walking that back. Then Derek Carr leaves the team. We don't really hear much from Devante. Derek Carr comes back to the pro bowl. I didn't see those two in any shots together. Unless I missed it. I mean, I didn't really watch it. But if you didn't see it, no one saw it. Was Carr thrown to Devontae at all? Did they talk? I didn't watch. I don't know. I watched clips on Twitter. You watched the Pro Bowl. You're the guy. Not this. And now he's like flirting with Rodgers. And Rodgers is like, I mean, Rodgers is, he's a Packer. He's under contract. And everyone's, hey, Raiders, come here. And he's like, oh, stop it. But what'd you say? And it's like really annoying. And uh, I'm kind of, you know, this Devontae thing is, he's, 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 he's annoying me. Oh, I'm all team first troll. Screw you. If you're a troll, you don't get to say you're a troll. Then that yep. means you're not a troll anymore. Mm-hmm. You can't, you either got to be a troll and commit or not do it. And so and now also, he's going to, he's going to go to Vegas and get Rogers with him. This sucks. Also, and I like Devontae Adams. I think he's the best wide receiver of football. I loved him when he was my, he was my favorite Packer when he was here, but you made a massive mistake in going to the Vegas Raiders to play with your guy Carr and then Jared Stidham. And now you're just hoping that they get anybody competent, right? Like that is a mistake. That is an L. You don't get to hide behind that now by being a And he troll. said he didn't want to play. He basically said he didn't want to play with Jordan Love. Yeah. You don't get to hide behind this move that you made. You demanded this trade 11 months later. It was early March. I looked it up today. You don't get to be, well, of course, that's my guy, Rogers. I'm going to get him out here. No, 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 no. We're going to, we're going to remember this for how it happened. You ran out on the Packers, which is fine. You wanted to, to go play with your guy, Derek Carr. And it went horribly. Like it's been a disaster. The Raiders might just cut him. They, they might trade him for a seventh round pick to allow Carr to save face. Like that's where it's gotten. And I'm trying to think of other similar situations where a player has like, loudly gotten what he wanted going to a team and, and it's gone poorly. And we always kill those guys. Like when Kevin Durant went to Brooklyn to pair up with Kyrie, we gave him flack for it. We said, it's a dumb decision. You're making a bad business decision. He's a bad business partner. And we've been critical of Kevin Durant ever since, even though Kevin Durant's been a good soldier, right? He's played really well and he has not bad mouth teammates to the organization for the most part. Right. And we killed Katie for that. I'm trying to think of other examples and, you know, maybe I'll come up with some, but, um, he just deserves to be criticized for this. We can't, we can't like, oh, Adam's cracking jokes at the Pro Bowl. Like, no, I'm not letting not him get funny. Away with that. It's, it's not funny. It's not a joke. Yeah, it's not funny. He's trying to get Rodgers, which is, I don't want, I, 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 like, I want, I don't want Rodgers to be our quarterback anymore. Okay. But I want him to be miserable as he made me the last 12 years. Well, that's, I don't want him to go be with his friend, Devante. Well, if they do, they're going to go eight and nine. Like I wanted to go be, I want it to be like, I want to go to New York where they're going to be like, 
Is Garrett Wilson not getting the hand signals from Rodgers? Not, oh, Rodgers and Devontae. It's just like riding a bike. <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> Tired of it. I, I will say something I was thinking about when I was watching all those clips from Pebble, which also the golf community is holding his feet to the fire, but more people need to hold the feet to his fire about his handicap at the Pebble yeah. Beach Pro. That's because the, the handicap's public. You can go find his one from Green Bay Country Club and and from the match with Josh Allen, all this, all this shit. But where was I going with this? Oh, I was thinking about while I was watching Pebble this weekend, Rodgers is very much treating this offseason kind of like he's treated the last two and that he's he's being courted. He's saying, well, I got all these fans telling me where I should go and this and that. And he's very much kind of enjoying, you know, I think you made the comparison. He's like someone who's in a relationship, but kind of acting like he's single because he's under contract with the Packers. I do wonder if Rodgers is a little naive to going to another team and having it go poorly because it's not going to be easy and fun. If he goes to Oakland or Vegas and they suck, it's not going to be he's going to get criticized a ton right? Or the Jets or some of these other teams. If he comes back to Green Bay and they go eight and nine, we'll thank him for all the memories, right? Because that's what that's what the home fans do. That's what Packers fans will do yeah, for their Thanks guys. for the memories, even yeah. though they weren't so great. Eh, He's not getting that elsewhere. Like you, but sweeter. So I wonder if he goes to Vegas and they suck and the, the Raiders had to move mountains to get him and do all these things. I, I don't I don't know if he's considered that. I don't know if he's thought about what that reality would be like. I know, the, you know, they always say the grass is always greener somewhere else. I, I don't know. I don't know that it would be for him. No, Rogers, here's what Rogers is. He's a 65-year-old guy who goes to the gym based on which scenery is the best. Okay. And then he's always talking about, yeah, my bitch wife, my bitch wife. But he goes home and he hugs her every night. And the moment she dies, he will he will die like three minutes after because his heart will, he will die a heartbreak on the surface. It's like, ah, my, my wife, oh, geez, the old ball and chain. No, Green Bay's his life. Green Bay's his love. And he's just, I don't know what he's doing. Also, I, I don't think Rogers wants to leave. I saw Devonte Adams, you know, the other day. And he knows they want to trade him. So he's trying to get out in front of it. That bastard. He does what I do. He does what I do. Hey, I'm going to rip on my fatness. I'm going to rip on the bags under my eyes. I'm going to rip on all the things that make me uh, a shitty person. Because then when you rip on me for it, it won't hurt me. But guess what, Grant? Guess what? What's that? It still hurts me. Is it the same with the basement? You lean into the basement thing so the basement comments don't hurt as much? No, that's fucking ridiculous. So what if I'm in my basement? Who fucking cares? I wish I had a basement. I just live in an apartment. I'd, I'd kill to go downstairs to my basement if I had one. <laughs> it's where you go to get away from your bitch wife. That's what mm. basements are for. So I coaxed you into this. I'm also coaxing you into special announcement. The Bart Winkler Show NBA trade deadline special. <laughs> make a graphic. Make a graphic. I don't care how you do it. You need to make a graphic. Um, a trade deadline show at 1.45 Central Time to 2.15 Central Time on Thursday. Okay. I'm in. We'll do I, won't be able to, I won't be able to prep a show on Thursday anyways because I'm just going to sit here and wait for stuff to happen. Because if you try to prep a 4 o'clock show with a 3 o'clock deadline, most likely it's going to age poorly. Or you're going to have to change it or edit it. So Are Thursdays gonna... your NBA lounge segment? Yeah. Yep. Oh, perfect. Yeah, right. Well, if, if, uh, if you need time to kill, I can come on Thursday. 
last Thursday we did a, we didn't do directly LeBron versus MJ, but I got so sick of the Rogers talk. I'm like, we need to do something we've never done. Let's just talk about LeBron for the first 15 minutes and the scoring record. And that was the NBA lounge. And then I just dropped very sneakily at the end of my segment before I took a break. And I think LeBron's better than MJ. And then the old heads just called for a half hour and it was so fun. Oh, I decided on my CBS shift that I'm, uh, that MJ's better. I finally decided it. Why? We don't, uh, we don't need to do this. No, but. I'll give you my take. Okay. Because MJ must've been like the greatest player ever. Because if LeBron was an owner and he ran the Hornets the way that MJ has the last 12 years, sure. he would get shit on at every turn. MJ gets such a pass. They've won three playoff games total since he took over. And they keep drafting guys that suck. He drafted Frank the Tank, for Christ's sake. And they, their guys keep ending up in, I'll say this delicately, like Miles Bridges or James Booknight, who I really like, but he's got like, three instances now where he's been arrested for being passed out drunk in his car with a lot of guns. Like it's just not a solid sturdy organization. They're just not buttoned up down there. So I'm, I'm with you. The ownership. Well, well then that's why they drafted good old boy, Frank Kaminsky, uh, uh, Illinois pride, of Illinois. You haven't done the Greg guard stuff at all in your show. Speaking of Frank Kaminsky. You haven't touched to his what am I going to say? I think you, your audience is you're doing UWM. I liked the UWM talk on your, on your Tuesday morning show. I thought it was really good. I didn't see the game. I saw the, the buzzer beater or the end of the game against Green Bay. It doesn't really matter. Though. Yeah, some, some people are saying I need to talk more Marquette, but, like, I'm not into Marquette. I'm not either. Why would we be into Marquette? I saw the game had a Marquette guy on, one of your competing shows. So they're really – they're digging deep. You need, But you have Solomon Wilcox, so you're you're countering. Yeah, I got, I got Solomon. That's right. I got Solomon Wilcox. Also, um, I just texted you – this is going to be the last thing. I just texted you when – I think we need to give someone more love or rip someone more. I texted you and this is how I ended up here. Cause I think we need to rip Devonte Adams more. We need to give Marcus Johnson more love. Speaking of Milwaukee, he's great. And I was watching the Portland game on Monday night and I'm like, you know what? I like Marcus Johnson a lot. And I know that I do. I don't say it enough. We don't talk about it enough because he adds some fun, some spunk and he, he's got good stories. He's got good history. He does a little bit of everything. And I just, we never talk about that. And I think we should. And he elevates those around him. Absolutely. 100%. He had so much to the broadcast. And I know what you're saying. I think everyone else does too. Grant Bills. Thanks, Bart. Talk Leading to a lead in. The so this, if this is like a late night show, do you want to sit on the couch while I bring in Solomon on the chair? Uh, no. Is, does that make Tim your uh, – who's the Andy Graham – not Andy Grammer. He's Ed McMahon. Singer. No, the guy who sits next to uh, Andy Richter. Uh, Andy Richter, yeah, Andy Richter. Tim yeah, Shea's Tim is Andy, Andy Richter. Richter. <laughs> That's then, Is it is it uh, Arrested Development where there's a bunch of Richters or what show is that? That was a show he he referenced that on Arrested, but th that was a real show okay. called uh, Quintuplets or something, where Andy played five different versions of himself. Tim Shea is a perfect Andy Richter. Oh. Yeah. He can sit on the couch next to Solomon Wilcox. I'll step out and let you get to this. Again, I thought this was a joke. I'm just tickled that you have him on. This is going to be great. Coming up next. Uh, quick word from Happy Place Hemp and then Solomon Wilcox. No lie. 
everybody i'm here at happy place hemp college court in muskego and i look out the window there's maddie's just like i say it's right there all right so i'm with chris delta eights delta nines thco i talk about the three a lot what are actually the differences in those three gummies um so the main difference is is going to be strength um delta nine thc is the naturally occurring thc in the plant that's if anybody refers to thc they're more often referring to delta nine because of that, it's highly regulated. I can only put so much into the gummy. So the Delta 9 gummy has 9 milligrams of Delta 9 THC, which is plenty. Because if you go to Illinois, the most they're going to probably give you is 10 milligrams. Oh, wow. So it's it's still plenty potent. Um, but the Delta 8 and the THCO don't have any regulations. So I can put as much in there as we want. We found 25 milligrams to be a really good experience. So we kind of settled there. So Delta 8 and Delta uh, Delta 8 and THCO both have 25 milligrams, but the THCO is going to be absorbed quicker and more efficiently than the Delta 8 or Delta 9 is. So instead of like an hour for the effects to start to feel, um, before you start to feel the effects, it's about 20 minutes. Um, oh, because for a while I thought 8 had less than 9. No, no, 8's lower than 9 in number-wise, but... Yeah, because then I was taking eights, and then the the, the night I remember, I might have talked about this once, is I was laying in my bed talking to my wife, and I was just like, we are just laying here. I I can't even describe it, but (laughs) I knew it was working. We felt good. Yeah, but we're like, I don't don't know, man. I can't describe it, but that's why I I liked it. And then after that, I was ready ready to sleep. Yeah, yeah, they'll, they'll 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 relax you, and you should get a good night's sleep on all the gummies that we make. Check them out, HappyPlaceHemp.com. The promo code is Bart, twenty five percent off your order. You come by here as well. You can say Bart, Bart Winkler Show, the Toby Altizer Experience, the Tim Shea Bonanza, whatever. If you get close enough, twenty five percent off your orders. HappyPlaceHemp.com. All right, and we're gonna go to Radio Row, where I've never had the honor or pleasure to be. But now in 2023, virtually, I can be there. And I see uh, old friend Solomon Wilcots down at Radio Row. Uh, he's with his broadcast partner, Adam, who's played professionally overseas football in Spain. We'll talk what they're doing in just a second. Uh, I'm not going to waste any time here, Solomon. You've been covering the league for a long time, and you've seen guys come and go. And, you know, it, it's hard for a guy to stay in one spot forever. Eventually, you know, Peyton Manning goes to the Broncos and Tom Brady and Brett Favre and and now Aaron Rodgers. And the Vegas odds uh, have Packer fans scratching their heads a little bit because I thought it was like maybe a 50-50 thing. He stays, he goes, whatever. It's now minus 450 that he's a Raider next year. <laughs> like Not like if not a Packer, but they, he could be a Raider. How do you see this playing out? What What should the Packers be asking for? Can they maybe get into a bidding war with some teams now that the the GOAT is retired? We've got 
we've got a long off season. I think of Rogers talk. How's this going to end? I think uh, the breadcrumbs that have been dropped from ESPN's Adam Schefter, who's been covering the story on the daily, right? It's almost Bart like he's massaging the Green Bay Packer fan base for the inevitable, you know, yeah. so that there, there's not a shock to the system when this finally happens. And one has to sit and wonder if um, Devontae Adams didn't have some kind of inkling. Uh, we were kind of surprised when he left Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. And now when you consider that maybe this deal wasn't meant to be a long-term one, that uh, Devontae Adams decided to leave knowing that Aaron Rodgers wasn't going to be there into perpetuity. And so I think this is closer to happening than not, because I tend to believe that when Adam Schefter tells you something, you better believe it. This is interesting, too, because just like with Favre, the Packers did not want to give Rodgers to an NFC team. And so, okay, if Rodgers goes to an AFC team, let's say it's the Jets or the Raiders seem to be the two that are most likely the Raiders almost seem more likely, as you just mentioned. But if you put Rodgers in the AFC West and even, you know, with Devante, so they can reunite, we know how good they are together, but the AFC, I mean, you're close to the Bengals. You've covered them. You know how good that they are and continue to be the bills. I, people are like, Oh, their windows closing. I'm not, I don't, I don't think so. I think they're still very good. The AFC West still has Justin Herbert in it as well. And whatever Sean Payton can do. I mean, I think that like, it's been hard for the Packers to get back. They haven't to a Super Bowl since 2010 in the NFC. Now Rodgers is supposed to get to a Super Bowl in the AFC. I'm not sure I see that happening. Yeah, it's a crowded race in the AFC, right? But if you're the Green Bay Packers, you're not. You don't want to bump up against Aaron Rodgers playing for the 49ers or maybe for one of the other NFC clubs if you should indeed have to play them and they become an impediment to you getting to the Super Bowl. So they're happy, just like what they did with Brett Favre, uh, send them to the AFC. And even my uh, broadcast partner, Adam, knows that. Uh, remember when they sent Brett Favre to the New York Jets and now Aaron Rodgers could be going there too. What do you think? Yeah, let's hope uh, history is going to repeat itself, um, except maybe get a little more longevity if that happens. Uh, oh, yeah. is this a, we got a Jets fan here? Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> 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 So those odds aren't looking too great for myself, but, you know, that, that's a day-to-day thing right now. Okay. Well, but Adam has played quarterback, so maybe there's an opening for you in Green Bay. Or, God, I don't know how long you've been out of the game, but the Jets desperately need somebody. Tell us about your journey and what you guys are doing on Radio Row here this year. Yeah, so I'm uh, here on behalf of Varisel through the Macy Ambassador Program. Um, I actually injured my knee playing football over in Spain. Um, I was a quarterback, but had an ACL uh, tear and then rehabbed it, went back, uh, actually had another knee injury, uh, turned out being a bit more serious than I'd originally thought because uh, originally thought it was just meniscus, came back over to the States because it was right in the middle of COVID. So uh, season shut down, took a little while to get back. And then once I finally got the full picture from my doctor, he had kind of told me that I had you know some cartilage damage and I might need this procedure, which... You know, I didn't really know about the time. Um, so I went in, got the biopsy where they, you know, essentially grow uh, your own cells mm-hmm. to put back in and then mature into, you know, healthy cartilage, um, which I ended up getting in November of 2020. And so, yeah, just over, you know, two years out. And now I'm really back doing to everything that that I love doing, you know, living that active lifestyle 
can't play anymore, unfortunately. But uh, <laughs> that's something that uh, you know I'm I'm okay with at this point. But can you imagine Bart this uh, incredible innovative science where they perform a biopsy, they take a piece of your healthy cartilage, your healthy tissue, they uh, grow it on a collagen membrane, and then once it grows, they can go back in and reinsert it. It adheres to the healthy tissue as well as to the bone. They literally can grow you cartilage. And there's never been a procedure like this before. It's FDA approved. Your insurance covers it. And for your listeners, anybody want to find out if you have a doctor in your area and you have cartilage damage, just go to the website, www.maci.com, M-A-C-I.com. But it's incredible technology that allows uh, old players like Adam and I to get back out there and have fun again. Yeah, the advancements in technology have been crazy. Not too long ago, they probably would just cut your leg off and you'd be, you'd be, right. <laughs> you'd be in trouble. Uh, one more for Adam. So you played in Spain. The NFL is always like flirting with the idea of playing professionally in Europe. How was like, how are Spaniards with the game? Because eventually we're going to, we're going to see a division in, in Europe. Yeah. yeah are so they, are they NFL crazy in Spain or not quite as much? Uh, definitely. And I could just speak to, you know, my teammates who it's funny how they become fans of certain teams because where for us, it's usually kind of just where we grow up or, you know, our, our parents are a fan of a certain team. Uh, but for them, they really just attach to a certain player where, I mean, I can just speak to, you know, my teammates who are I have Chiefs fans, Ravens fans, Rams, Giants. It's, it really is all over the place. Um, so it's a kind of unique and different perspective in terms of their fan base. And they're definitely starved for, uh, for NFL football. You know, they're crazy about it. Well, one team that I would imagine that's becoming more popular is the Chiefs as they five straight AFC championship games. Now their third Super Bowl in five years. I'm having a hard time, Solomon, getting a read on this game. I'm kind of leaning Eagles. Um, I don't know why. I, I, I think it could go like – I feel like it's a 27-24 sort of game. This, these are two good teams, two stars on each side of the ball defensively. Mm-hmm. The running games, they, you know, they spin a wheel, see who gets hot. Both have good tight ends, obviously Kelsey. Uh, and then the quarterbacks are, are very good. So it's almost like they're playing each other, and I can't figure out who is the best bet here. Yeah, it's like a heavyweight fight, right? And and in boxing, we always say styles make fights. You tell me what style of fight it's going to be, I'll tell you who's going to win. If it's a slow, drudgery, physical battle where the running game is going to dictate the outcome, I think you say the Eagles are going to win that game. If it's a high-flying, throwing the ball all over the park, high-scoring kind of deal, that favors the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. So I I think we all know if if the Eagles can run the ball uh, and dominate the line of scrimmage, their chances of winning – or go up sky high. Um, but if the Chiefs' defense can really force them to play, um, you know, kind of left-handed and force them to have to throw it in order to move the ball down the field, and I think that style of play would favor the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, it's just hard because I think of the Eagles where when they played the Packers this year, I think, I think, yeah, Jalen had 100-plus yards in the first quarter That's rushing right. <laughs> the football. And then when you do that, it opens up everybody else. So they ran all over Green Bay. You know, Mahomes didn't have to run in the AFC Championship game until he finally had to, and it paid off for him. But I thought Pacheco's been running harder. They're getting Edwards-Hilaire back, however much they run him. And then just when I want to lean, like, 
all right, maybe the Eagles. Well, Travis Kelsey might be the biggest factor in this whole game. So I think that they have the offensive stars, but on the defensive side of the ball, Chris Jones on one side, Reddick on the other. Do we see a – would you be more inclined for a lower-scoring game, like a heavyweight fight, like you're saying? Because they got the offenses, but they've got – I mean, again, I just – I can't – I'm very excited for the game. It's really hard to try to figure out who's going to win this one. Look, uh, Andy Reid uh, and Patrick Mahomes, think about that relationship and think about what Andy Reid has been in this league. His fingerprints are both over all over both organizations, right? Helped to build the Eagles in terms of the foundation of what they represent. Um, and then obviously his 10 years with the Chiefs, we know what he's built there. The guy is so good when he has two weeks to prepare for a game that I just find it hard to believe they're going to keep the Kansas City Chiefs below their average, and they're averaging 29 points a game. I just find that hard to believe. Um, But, look, this is a defense that has hit, hurried, and harassed quarterbacks at a rate that we haven't seen in our league since the 85 Bears, right, (laughs) in terms of the number of sacks and quarterback pressure. And then with Patrick Mahomes being less than 100%, with a high ankle sprain, that's why it's so hard to predict, Bart. It's so hard to predict what kind of game we're going to get. But if you see Patrick Mahomes getting into rhythm early in the game, watch out. Because if he gets hot early, um, he doesn't tend to cool off. Lots to talk about with this game. Let's talk about me instead. I've never been to Radio Row. What am I missing? Like, do you get – does it get repetitive after all these years, or is it still – because no, I watch it on TV and I'm, I seem, I seem, you know, I have man, FOMO. You see everybody here on Radio Row, all your A-listers, all of the uh, media personalities, uh, many of the coaches who are coming through. You know, we went out for lunch just yesterday. We're right across the street. Brian Daybowl, he's having a cigar, right? He having his lunch. He put a cigar in the potted plant. Came back to get it. It was waiting there for him. <laughs> he was at, and he's the best guy in terms of just a. A guy's guy coming over and hanging out, talking to everyone. He and his lovely wife, uh, they were shaking hands with everyone who wanted to meet him. And uh, as the week progresses, the star quality goes up. And that's why Adam and I have to leave by Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think uh, so. I was I'm a name drop here, but I worked at a station with Leroy Butler for a long time. And so when he went to the Hall of Fame this year, our station went down there and just like Jerry Jones and uh, Jerry Rice were having a 10 minute conversation in the lobby we're in. And I pull up my phone. I'm like trying to get a picture. I'm like, this is insane. It's, just, it's cool to be around, you know, superstars and everything. But I think it's a, it's a cool thing when you get to see all the football guys together. So see when they, when they come around, Adam is cool. He doesn't pull out his phone. <laughs> he just stands there and they start asking, who is that Solomon? Who is yeah. he, Who are you hanging out with? They want to know who he is, see? Yeah. Because he knows how to be – he's like one of the guys. He knows how to hang out. So that's what you got to do, Bart. No, I was – I did They little hangout. You start pulling out the camera phone. They all run away. <laughs> I wanted to tell Jerry Jones I'm a fellow NFL owner for the Packers. So I thought that's we right. could, I thought we could talk some shop. But there you go. He would have been really saying, who happened. is that? Who is yeah. that Bart guy? Yeah. <laughs> didn't didn't get to didn't get to do that. Guys, thanks for bringing me to Radio Row for a few minutes. Adam, great to hear that things uh, are going well for you. Solomon, great to catch up as always and enjoy the festivities for as long as you're there and enjoy the game, guys. Bart, thank you for having us both on and and uh giving us uh, an opportunity to share the innovative treatment 
of Macy. Go Remember, go to the website at Macy.com to find out what's happening and how you can repair your cartilage damage because you do not have to suffer from it. So thank you very much. Appreciate you guys. Thanks, Bart. How about that? Bart Winkler getting down to Radio Row. Videos with Grant and Solomon uh, also on YouTube. You can check those out. And uh, all this cartilage talk has me thinking about wanting to eat some cartilage, some meat off the bone. OmahaSteaks.com. Clearly what I'm saying. OmahaSteaks.com. Hey, they got a promo code and it's Bart. Can you keep all that? Can you keep track of everything? HappyPlaceHemp.com. Macy.com. Soon I'll have a .com. OmahaSteaks.com. But I'm saving you money, so I think that's good. Um, I don't know if Macy is a promo code or Macy's. Don't confuse the two. So we had uh, over having. I'm taping this Tuesday afternoon, which is important for context coming up. But I'm taping this Tuesday afternoon, and we're going to have the chicken breast tonight with Omaha Steaks. Got the package with the Jumbo Franks we had on Sunday. Going to have the chicken breast tonight. We thought about going shopping. We thought, we don't have any food in the house. And then we opened the fridge and we're like, oh, yeah, we got all this meat. Get the apple tartlets. Maybe that'll be a nice dessert. Although I don't want to give those. Uh, those are hits with the kids. Kid won't eat anything green, but he'll eat, uh, he'll eat the apple tartlets, the thing that mommy, daddy like the best. So they have these packages at Omaha Steaks that they put together for you. And you can save a ton of money that way. And then you use the promo code at checkout. So they already have deals. And then when you get to checkout, then you price uh, enter BART at checkout. And $30 gets knocked off your order. So it's a great way to stock up, whether you're going to eat them all in two weeks like we're trying to do or space them out. You know, they're in your freezer. They last a long time. They've got the love at first bite sale, which you want to take advantage of at OmahaSteaks.com. Again, OmahaSteaks.com. The promo code is BART at checkout. OmahaSteaks.com. Promo code is BART. And if you do indulge yourself, Send me a tweet, let me know, and uh, I'll tag you, and then you'll get a like from Omaha Steaks, and we can all feel good about each other, right? OmahaSteaks.com, code is BART, $30 off. Okay, so tomorrow's show, I'll have a conversation with Horvat where we talk Super Bowl and we talk some props that he likes. Nothing changed from that end. You know, I didn't want to bug him because he'd be at Radio Row, and then I eventually talk to someone from radio row, but you know, Horvat, I, I gotta be careful how much juice I'm squeezing out of these guys. Like Grant, he agreed to do the trade deadline show with me on Thursday. And then I'm like, actually, can you just come on now? Squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. Well, give and take, but I did offer to come on a show Thursday. And I think uh, he pretended not to hear that, but either way, um, I know he's listening now, so I'll come on, but you don't have to have me. Just promote my pod. Can I sell commercials? Do you have promo inventory, Grant, at WKTY that I could just make a promo and you could drop as like a station promo? Or would that be disallowed? I might actually, now that I got access back in the building at the fan, I might do that. I might take one of the carts where a promo is running, where it's like, hey, it's Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Listen to Green and Curtin Long. And I'll just delete it and put in my promo. For my pod. I think that's the least Odyssey can do. Right? Although they've done a lot. They gave me a job again. and 
got paid. All right. Um, what was I saying? Oh, it's Tuesday afternoon. That's important because I, as of this recording, am not sure what LeBron's deal is. So he needs 36 points to break the scoring record. The market seems to think it's happening against the Bucks. Tickets for that game are very expensive. More expensive. That's Thursday night. More expensive than they are against the Thunder. The Thunder's the Tuesday night game. So I recorded this in the day. I, I'm not going to stay up, and I'm not going to re-edit. Okay, I guess a one drawback of doing a podcast. I can't break down LeBron for you at 6 in the morning. But either way, he will have played and broken the scoring record. He will have played and not broke the scoring record. He will have not played and not broke the scoring record. So one of those things are going to be true. It's possible he could play and break it against the Bucks, which I think there's some people that want to see it happen, some people that don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I'd love to see him need 36 and then Giannis shut him down. I'd rather he just broke it tonight or on Tuesday because I don't want to see the whole thing. So here's the voicemail I got from Hot Take Jake. 402-915-BART. I think this is relevant either way, whether he broke it or not. So here is a Hot Take Jake. Voicemail is brought to you by Carl's Place. CarlofET.com. CarlofET.com backslash BART. Check out the golf simulators that they have there. You can, they've got some, you can just say click cart buy, or you can customize them. That seems to be the popular option and get the right thing into your home or garage or wherever. Here's how take Jake. Good morning, Bart. It is, what is it? It's Tuesday, man. I feel bad that I couldn't hop on the stream yard last night. That was a little bit uh, past hot take Jake's bedtime there. Um, but the Bucks got another win, which is great. We're up to eight in a row. The more and more I think about it, I'm kind of ready to just sit on this team and, again, to maybe get something for Nuora and, you know, Ibaka. Cool, if not, you just cut Ibaka, and if you need to, you cut Jordan to make room for some of these buyout guys and just stick with what's working because these guys look so loose and free and happy. Just uh, stay the course. Let other teams panic. But I wanted to call because I'm really dreading this game against the Lakers on Thursday. Not because I'm scared the Bucks are going to lose. You know, maybe they could. I, whatever. It's a, another regular season game. But, man, I don't want LeBron to break the record for career scoring against us. And not because I take some point of pride with that. But just because I don't want the game. It's already on the West Coast. They're going to stop the game for 40 minutes so LeBron can pretend to cry about how much it means to him and blah, 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 even though he's not really a Laker and no true Lakers fan, believe it. I think it'd be much better for LeBron to break the record on the road because, let's be honest, the guy's always thinking about the next destination, so that's way more appropriate. So my hope is that, like, Drew and Giannis are just locked on this guy the entire night and just, like, if he's going to do it, make him, like, they have to go through it to do it. You know what I mean? Give him some fits here and uh, frustrate the hell out of them. But that's all I got, man. Keep up the great work. Love you, Barty. Love you too. Hot take Jake. Um, yeah, so I don't, I don't know what the deal is. But we will be live twice on Thursday, 145 to 215 Central, for the Bart Winkler Show trade deadline special. And we will also be live after Bucks Lakers. 
You can check out the YouTube page at Bart Winkler Show on YouTube, youtube.com slash at Bart Winkler. A lot of dot coms, just so many dot coms. All right, I do want to, Rogers, as I'm recording, is on Pat McAfee, is downplaying his handicap gate, downplaying that he wouldn't want to share a stage with Brady and Watt. Pat McAfee. I don't even want to. I'm just tired. It's like, it's. I mean, I hate to use like when your girlfriend comparisons, but I, I just don't feel like Rogers is ours anymore. He's not. He's he's gone. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. He's flirting. You don't care. So I talked to a guy from the New York Post when I did CBS Sports Radio. And his name is um, typing in New York Jets beat Brian Costello. <laughs> Brian Costello. I talked to Brian Costello about if Rodgers would be a Jet. And again, he downplays what a trade would be. I'd have to disagree with that. I think, I think first round, I mean, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is a rental, but the Mavs gave up a shitload for Kyrie. You're still getting Aaron Rodgers. Whether I think he's good anymore or not, you're not just going to give him away. And get the get the Jets and Raiders to bid against each other. That's what you do. That, that's got to be what you do if you're Goody. So talk to Brian Costello trying to figure out where Aaron Rodgers will be playing next year. Well, the piece of the question I can't answer is what Aaron Rodgers wants, right? So I think if it's up to the Jets. The Jets will go hard after him and – do everything they can to get him. And I think they should. Uh, an average year of Aaron Rodgers is probably one of the best seasons a Jets quarterback has ever had. Right? If you, A Jets quarterback has not thrown 10 touchdowns in three seasons. Think about that. 10 touchdowns. It's not, I'm not saying 20. I'm not saying 30. 10. No Jets quarterback has thrown for 4,000 yards since Joe Namath. The, the, the record for touchdown passes in a season is held by Ryan Fitzpatrick. So this has not been a glorious franchise when it comes to quarterback. So... Even if Aaron Rodgers on the downside um, and, you know, not doing what he did five, ten years ago. I mean, he won an MVP two years ago, so he, he, he has that. He's still a much better option for the Jets than anything we've had in a long time. But the piece of it that I don't know and no one knows is what Aaron Rodgers wants. And will he, A, does he want to keep playing? B, does he want to play in Green Bay? Uh, and if he doesn't want to play in Green Bay, would he be amenable to coming to the Jets? You know, I think – it's a sign of where the Jets have come that they're even in this conversation uh, because a couple of years ago he'd be laughing if, if someone suggested Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. But they are – feels like they're a quarterback away, and I, I would say the offensive line needs improvement too. But their defense played very well this year, top five defense. Uh, Brees Hall, uh, if he can come back from his injury, from his ACL, they have a good running back, Garrett Wilson, talented young wide receiver. So they have pieces. So I think they'll be attractive. I don't know Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I don't know if he's going to want to play in New York uh, and everything that comes with that. Um, you know, I'm not sure what he's going to be looking for, uh, but I think if it's up to the Jets, they will they will go hard after Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know that the idea. You know, there's a difference between the idea of Aaron Rodgers and and what Aaron Rodgers is. There's a lot of off field stuff. Like I don't think that Aaron Rodgers would have a hard. Like New York media is different than Green Bay media, obviously, but also Aaron Rodgers covering him is different than covering Zach Wilson. Aaron Rodgers is a guy that likes to get out in front of the story. He likes to do the McAfee hit before you have a chance to 
put a microphone in your coach's face so that he can set the tone for the week. So there's a lot that comes with it too. I think it's a matter of does Rogers think that he wants to continue to play football, as you mentioned, but also what does he want? Does he want money? Because what he did with the Packers is basically assure that he's making a lot of money. Does he want to be a quarterback that just plays in one spot as rare as that is these days? I mean, even Peyton Manning, Tom Brady didn't get that done. Or does he want another Super Bowl? The guy has not been to one since 2010, has won four MVPs, can't find himself to get back to a Super Bowl. And if the Jets are one piece away, does it have to be Aaron Rodgers? Or are they just an an above average quarterback away. Do you, are they a Derek Carr away? Are they a Jimmy G away? Or does it have to be a guy like Aaron Rodgers? I think Derek Carr and Jimmy G get them to the playoffs. I think Aaron Rodgers is at a different level, right? I mean, he he, two, he won two MVPs in the last three years. So I know he didn't have a great year this year, but he was banged up. He's a different level quarterback than Derek Carr and Jimmy G. But I do think, uh, you know, Jets won seven and 10. They lost their last six games. If they had had just, you know, average quarterback play down the stretch i think they would have made the playoffs i think they would have won you know two or three more games and and snuck into the playoffs so you know i think garoppolo or Carr would give them that i throw Tannehill in there too i think he'll be in the conversation if the titans move on from him um but i think rogers in a different class uh his his upside obviously you know if, if he's playing at his best he's a different quarterback than Derek Carr or jimmy garoppolo if they have to trade for a quarterback, the Jets, are they willing to give, you know, like the Broncos-style deal, or what kind of package do you think it would take? I don't see anyone that would command that. Um, you know, with I think Derek Carr is going to end up getting cut. I think he's going to be a free agent. I don't think the Raiders are going to be able – everyone knows the Raiders are moving on there. I'm not sure anyone's going to give up a trade for, for Carr. So uh, I think that he'll be a free agent. Garoppolo is a free agent. Um, Rodgers is the big trade candidate, and – He's 39 years old. You know, even Russell Wilson is younger than that. Um, and he ought, he is owed $60 million cash this season. So that's a big chunk of change that you're taking on if you're a team. So I, I do think the Packers aren't going to have a whole lot of leverage here if, if, they, if he declares he wants out. So to me, I think what you'd have to trade for Rodgers is you'd have to take, trade a day two pick this year, like a second round pick this year, and then a pick in 2024 that moves depending on what he does. You know, if it could be a fourth round pick if he plays five games, it could be a third round pick if he plays all 17. It could be a second round pick if you make the playoffs. It could be a first round pick if you make the Super Bowl. Something like that. You know, I don't know exactly the parameters, but I think I think that's what's going to end up getting done here. I don't think this is going to be a two first round picks type of deal. Uh, he's just he's older. The contract is tough. You're you know he's basically a rental player. You're you're getting you're hoping to get two years out of him max. I, I don't think you think you're going to get any more out of him than that. So I don't think the compensation in the draft is going to be uh, – in the trade, rather, is going to be uh, crazy like what we've seen the last few years. Brian Costello, New York Post, what was the reaction to bringing in Nathaniel Hackett? I, like Some guys are not coaches. Some guys are coordinators. But even as a coordinator, at least in Green Bay, you didn't call the plays. Or, or, I mean, yeah. is there a reason to be excited about this move? <laughs> Well, if he brings Aaron Rodgers, people are going to be excited. And honestly, that was the whole reaction. Was, oh, oh he's 0 for 1 oh in God. that department. He is. But the, the reaction of those Jets fans was, oh, my God, he, we're getting Aaron Rodgers. Here he comes. So there wasn't a whole lot of breakdown of how good a coach Nathaniel Hackett is. Uh, it was more about who he can bring with him. And you're right. He did, he struck out in Denver on that that regard. So, I, 
you know, if you're looking to make a case for Nathaniel Hackett, you point to 2017 when the Jaguars went to the AFC title game with Blake Bortles at quarterback, and he was calling the plays that year in Jacksonville. So that's the one. Um, you know, he, he's he's had some. Uh, he's, uh, there was a lot of success in Green Bay, like what you said. He he wasn't the, the play caller there, and then you know Denver. I think people, um, you know, they're they're defending him. The defense he get as well. You know, Russell basically wanted to run the show there, and it was a, just a toxic environment uh, in Denver. So, but, you know, do you want to believe that? It's up to you. But I think um, when the Jets fired Mike Lafleur, they they had to know this was not going to be a job that people were lining up to take. Right? They have no quarterback. Like they could get one, but they have no quarterback at the moment. And the coaching staff has no no security. They're entering their third year, um, so it's make or break year for the coaching staff. So that's a tough sell if you're out there and if you have options and if you can go with a coach who's just getting hired and you think you're probably going to get three years, you're going to go there. Or or if you're going to the Chargers had an offensive coordinator opening, oh let me go work. Am I going to do I want to work with Justin Herbert or go over and work with the Jets? Who who knows who the quarterback's going to be? So it wasn't the most attractive job. So I think you know someone like Hackett was who they were going to get. Good old professional interview from your man, Bart G. Winkler. Tomorrow, Ryan Horvat. I'll try to come up with something else, too. God, I don't know. Maybe I'll replay the Jets interview again. The best part about the podcast is if you're like, oh, Bart's going to play his interview with the Jets. I don't want this. Fast forward it. I don't care. You clicked, it counts. I'm fine. Uh, That's all I got to say. I don't even know if I need to do this tag. HappyPlaceHemp.com, promo code BART, 25% off your order. Bye.